From the studios of Fractal Recording, this is The Mystic Show, episode 76. Welcome, everyone, to The Mystic Show. Hope you are having a good day, good morning. I'm Chris Curran, I'm your host, and excited to be here this morning on The Mystic Show. This is the place where we start our day, or finish our day, or whenever you want to listen. Um, We talk about really good spiritual topics, mindfulness, meditation, a lot of personal development, a lot of the concepts and principles that really, you know, help us grow as individuals. And that's the whole point of this show. It's great to be uh, philosophical and it's great to uh, expound on various complex spiritual ideas. And it's the next step is to actually put it into practice in your own life. And that's a big focus here on The Mystic Show. Um, And really, if you incorporate the things that we're talking about and more, um, you'll see a big, you know, a big difference in your spiritual growth. We broadcast live every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on the Fractal Stream internet radio station. And then we archive every show as a podcast. Yep. In three different places, actually. In iTunes, Stitcher, and our website. Our website is www.themysticshow.net. You can find links to our social media, the Fractal Stream, and uh, and like I said, all our past episodes. You can browse. They're all kind of uh, tagged with keywords and all that kind of thing. So, themysticshow.net is our website, and of course, thanks to our sponsor, Pause Your Life, uh, for their meetups and retreats. So today, I wanted to begin with a a reading, which was uh, from something I mentioned yesterday, um, or two days ago. Uh, My wife and I attended a meetup uh, that was was organized by one of our friends, uh, Dr. Chris Stepien, and he has... He has a meetup group called the White Elephant Spirituality Group. I think that's the name. It's on Meetup. Just look up White Elephant. Uh, It's here in North Jersey. And we went to his Tao meeting, and Mrs. Chung was there, who led the group. And uh, she actually had a printout of a reading, which was from another book, Um. But it's a. She explained that it's a general, uh, you know, it's a story from ancient China, so it's not, you know, uh, I'm not uh, ripping anyone off here. Uh, it's a story from ancient China, and it has some 
it it has a pretty interesting uh, point to it, you know, a moral to the story. So I thought we would read this, and uh, again, thanks to Dr. Chris Stepien and Mrs. Chung and all the other folks at, at the Dow meeting. It was a very nice meeting. We had a nice time. By the way, have you done that? Have you, you know, attended a meetup group that does like a spiritual discussion of any kind? It's very, I mean, if I'm not, I'm sure all groups are not great and wonderful, but um, I know this Chris Stepien's group is, and, and the Pause Your Life meetup group is, uh, and it's really nice to talk with other people you know, in a in an environment where everyone's being open and honest and um, really accepting of each other. I remember it was the last Pause Your Life meetup we had, and we had a couple newcomers, or first-timers. It was their first time coming, and uh, about halfway through the meeting when we were all just talking and sharing, they basically said, you know, it was so refreshing to walk into a place and just feel accepted without any, without any, anything, just boom, I'm here. I feel accepted. The atmosphere is very accepting. And the best thing about that is you can just be yourself, right? That's how I felt when I started my spiritual practice, my, my meditation practice, the, uh, the Sahaj Marg practice about 10 years ago when I came to that organization which I'm I'm still part of it I'm I'm a volunteer in the organization um but when I came to the organization I just felt accepted and it was so refreshing and um I guess the opposite opposite of that is being in r- regular everyday life and you kind of feel like you have to be somebody or you have to put on a mask and pretend to be something you're really not, or to be something better than you really are, or just having to worry about pleasing the people around you, right? Like your boss, like your family, everybody, anybody, could be anybody. So, and that's one definition of uh, a divinized human being or a mystic, or a saint, is that they are the same wherever they go, whoever they talk to, whatever they do, they're the same. There's not multiple personalities, there's not trying to please anybody, trying to do anything, it's just that they are who they are, and that's what they are, Um, which again, is that's what divinity is, right? I mean, God or divinity or the universe doesn't go around changing to please people, right? It is what it is. So being accepted, feeling accepted, that's how we felt at this uh, this meetup with uh, Dr. Chris Stepien and Mrs. Chung. So um, I'll go ahead and read this. The title of this is called The Poison Arrow. And uh, just, you know, it's kind of, it's not very long. So... Um, Let's, uh, let's read it. The Poison Arrow It was a time of conflict and chaos in ancient China. 
great armies waged battles across the land. Later, historians would call it the Warring States period. In one particular battlefield, an army was closing in on an enemy stronghold. The defenders waited for the attackers to get within range, and then signaled their archers. A cloud of deadly arrows rained down on the soldiers who were advancing with shields raised. Some of the arrows got through, and a few of the soldiers fell. They were left behind as the rest of the army continued to charge. After a moment, three of the fallen soldiers struggled to sit up. Two were shot in the arms. One had an arrow in his leg. They were wounded, but not incapacitated. The first soldier to sit up said, We need to get back to camp and see the doctor as soon as possible. These arrows are poisonous. Ah, You have some knowledge about these arrows? The second soldier also raised himself to a sitting position. Do you know what kind of poison they use? I believe it is snake venom, the first soldier answered. No, the second soldier shook his head. Look around us. See how many arrows there are. You can never catch enough snakes to make all of these arrows poisonous. You are mistaken, the first soldier fired back. You don't need that much snake venom to treat an arrow. You are the one who is mistaken, the second soldier refused to yield. Have you ever made poison arrows? I have, and I can tell you there is no venom used at all. The first soldier countered with a strong rebuttal. But then the second soldier pointed out an error in his logic. The two went back and forth in a heated debate for quite a while, until they started feeling faint and nauseous. They both collapsed as the poison took hold. In the meantime, the third soldier, who was shot in the leg, had already hobbled back to camp. The army physician pulled out the arrow and dressed his wound. This was painful, but the soldier knew it was necessary, so he gritted his teeth and remained quiet. Then the doctor determined the nature of the poison and administered the appropriate antidote. Soon, the soldier's incipient fever subsided. His head began to clear. After a few moments of rest, he felt ready to rejoin the battle. He did not realize it at the time, but of the three who were shot but not incapacitated, he was the only one to survive. And that's uh, the end of this little story here called The Poison Arrow. And, well, one spiritual analogy or, or analogy in general that jumps out at me is that um, these two soldiers that were hurt, they were bickering back and forth with each other. 
when they should have been doing something <laughs> to help to help themselves, right? To to become well. And uh, but because they were bickering back and forth, they uh, they wasted all their time and then they died. Whereas the third soldier, he he didn't waste any time. He just said, "Okay, I'm hurt. I got to get back and get healed." And then in the end, he even went back to rejoin the battle. So. Yeah, so the two who were kind of going back and forth and who wasted all their time and died, um, that, in a way, reminds us of sometimes what we do in our own lives, right? We we make a big deal out of very small things, um, or we, we bicker and argue about things that are really not important, uh, and, and no one really wins anyway right it's just ego against ego and the whole time we're not doing what we should be doing and therefore we're not making any progress in life right so it's interesting the um actually in the notes here there's a there there's a bunch of notes here about of of points that you can discuss and we actually discussed a lot of this in the group um, but I'll just read the first, the first paragraph of the discussion uh, part of this, uh, and the discussion part is titled "The Tao." The poison arrow is a well-known metaphor in Eastern thought. The Sukyamuni Buddha used it to teach his disciples not to waste time on metaphysical questions. If you shot with such an arrow, the Buddha said, well, if you are shot with such an arrow, the Buddha said, the important thing would be pulling it out rather than asking who created it. Similarly, the important thing for all sentient beings would be bringing an end to suffering rather than trying to figure out who created the world. So that kind of underscores uh, the point I just made that, you know, sometimes when things happen, we should just take care of it, you know, do what we need to do, fix the problem or, or just do what needs to be done and be done with it instead of, uh, you know, getting sidetracked or, or wasting too much time on things that really don't matter. And in the, in the physical world, being alive, I mean... Certain things matter a lot, you know, food, water, sleep, you know, cleanliness, right? Um, shelter, right? There's some important things in the physical world, uh, but there's a lot of things that are not very important, like a lot of the time wasters, right? Maybe watching too much TV or, you know, I mean, look, we don't have to you know, spell out all the ways that we waste time. We know, we know we do it quite well. Um, and a lot of the quote unquote time wasting or some of it, I should say is necessary because we do need a break. Um, we can't be serious and, you know, all the time, but, uh, but again, as part of our evolution, um, we have to move towards 
becoming more efficient, more powerful, and more perfect. And that means basically when something comes up that we have to do, we can just do it and, uh, and be done with it. So let's take a quick break here on The Mystic Show. We'll be right back. Okay, thank you to the Indigo Girls for that musical interlude. The song is called Welcome Me. It's a beautiful song. Thanks to the Indigo Girls. And welcome back to The Mystic Show. Our website is themysticshow.net. You can find everything there, all our past episodes, um, all the links to our social media and the Fractal Stream, which is the radio station we broadcast on live. Um, yeah, so that story we just read about the poison arrow, I, I just quickly want to point out that like the one or two analogies that I pointed out in this story, um, I think there's like 47 analogies that you could have about this story. And we talked about a lot more in the group. Um, but, um, but it's a great story and, you know, and everyone has their own interpretation. So maybe think about what, how you interpreted the story and, you know, um, the, any analogies you saw or any helpful hints that you take from the story. Um, maybe you could write it down, you know, I don't know if you're keeping a spiritual diary, but, uh, that would be a good place to write down your thoughts on, on that story. Um, and if you want to hear it again, you can just rewind the podcast and listen to me read it again. Right. That's the beauty of podcasting right there. So, um, real quick, pauseyourlife.org. Um, if you go there, you can get information on the spring retreat that Pause Your Life is having, uh, and also the meetups, and also the daily pause emails, which if you sign up for that, you'll get an inspirational quote in your email every, every day or every morning, depending on where you are in the world. Um, so pauseyourlife.org, it's, it's a great place to go for those people who just want to hit the pause button on their life and just stop, stop the (laughs) merry-go-round. Let me get off for a minute type thing. So as I mentioned, uh, previously, um, we finished the last book we were reading and we're going to start. Our next book, which is going to be a James Allen book, The English Mystic, and I think we're going to start with his first book, 
which apparently his wife his wife mentioned that his first book um, might be his best or or people had said you know critics had said that that was his best or people I don't know if it was critics or whatever but um, anyhow we're gonna start with that probably yeah not today but probably Friday because I think we have a guest tomorrow and all that um, which would be which is gonna be great so so I read a really interesting um, passage from our other book, which is called 365 Dao, Daily Meditations by Deng Ming Dao. And this book has a passage for every single day of the year. And actually, this passage is, yep, March 5th. Yeah, today is March 5th. And anyway, this is, this passage is called Unbound. Unbound. So I'll go ahead and read it. It's very short, and then we can just discuss it real quick. Um, Here we go. Unbound. Bird song flies unfettered over blue sky and green fields. Once you feel Tao run, give way, give way. What is it like to feel Tao? It is an effortless flowing, a sweeping momentum. It is like birdsong soaring and gliding over a vast landscape. You can feel this in your life. Events will take on a perfect momentum, a glorious cadence. You can feel it in your body. The energy will rise up in you in a thrilling crescendo, setting your nerves aglow. You can feel it in your spirit. You will enter a state of such perfect grace that you will resound over the landscape of reality like ephemeral birdsong. When Tao comes to you in this way, Ride it for all that you are worth. Don't interfere. Don't stop. That brings failure, alienation, and regret. Don't try to direct it. Let it flow and follow it. When the Tao is with you, put aside all other concerns. As long as the song lasts, follow. Just follow. And that's the end of that little passage there called Unbound. And, uh, right, it describes kind of being in the Tao, which um, I guess the Tao is like the the universal spiritual energy, right? That's always flowing and it's always, you know, it's perfect truth. And, um, you know, by, by meditation and spiritual practice and, and character formation, you can sort of get into the flow of the Tao, right? Um, and that's what, that's what he's saying here in this, 
passage is that um, when it comes, you just have to go with the flow. Just go with it. Because once you're in the zone, you just go with the flow, um, which is what nature does all the time, right? All the animals and birds and, and plant life and everything in nature is always going with the flow of Tao. It's, uh, it's we humans who have our own will and ego and supposed intelligence, (laughs) uh, we go against the Tao a lot. And that's when, that's when there's sickness and, um, negativity and bad results and failure and all this stuff. Um, but I, I did want to point out something here that, um, I don't think this means to always follow your pleasure. And I think I hear this sometimes in in maybe just online or in conversation about spirituality that like, you know, if it feels good, then go ahead and do it. Or, you know, you know what's right because it feels good. I mean, that type of thing. And that might be right sometimes, uh, but I don't think that's correct always. You know, I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think spirituality always means feeling good and being happy. In fact, I think feeling good and being happy are, on our spiritual journey, those are things we're actually going to have to transcend. We're going to have to transcend good and bad. Those are dualities of a physical existence. They have nothing to do with spirit. Spirit is not good or bad, right? It just is. Same with being happy or sad. You know, what? eventually we need, we're going to get to a place where we're not happy or sad. We're neither. Because we're beyond the dualities of life. So I think following your pleasure is, is a very superficial way to partake in quote-unquote spirituality. And as I mentioned to one of our future guests coming up that, you know, I realized that all the different parts of, of spirituality, even the, some of the wacky stuff, I mean, I get, I understand that that's important for certain people on their journey. And on some level, I, I was there as well. And, and on some level, wherever I am right now, I'm still moving up, right? We're, we're all moving up. So nothing is really good or bad. It's just we're all at different levels. We're all doing different things. And I guess the important part is to realize that and just say, hey, we're all moving up and moving forward. But um, I, I did want to bring up one example real quick because it's very prevalent these days is... Um, Well, is divorce, right? People get married and then things don't, things aren't all rosy and wonderful and they get divorced. So, again, it's like people would say, well, if it's not, if it doesn't feel good, then don't do it. But on the other hand, it's like, well, you made a commitment and there's more to marriage than just, oh, I really, you know, everything in my relationship is. 100% wonderful. There's more to marriage than that, I think, right? Or is it just sensory pleasure and, 
whatever. So I think people take, uh, some individuals take the easy way out and they, they wimp out. They pretty much bail on their, their journey because they can't face up to, they can't face a situation where it's not 100% pleasurable because they think that spirituality is 100% pleasure. And I don't think it is. I mean, avoiding pain is not always good, right? There has to be a balance in our lives. We may have to put up with some pain. We may have to, uh, we may have to um, give up a little bit. We may have to compromise. We may have to change our outlook, right? We may ha- we have to change. So we can't be afraid to change because that's what we're here to do. And so following the Tao, as the reading said, is is much more beyond just following pleasure and all that. So, so maybe you can meditate on that question and see what you think about that. It's been a happy episode here being with you, sharing some of these topics. Um, as usual, I wish we had more time and I wish you could... Uh, well, maybe you can... Listen to the episode again and comment on the post on the website if you have a comment or a question. And um, you can go to the website for more information, themysticshow.net. And as you move through your day, keep some of these good ideas in mind. Maybe share it with some other people. And as always, keep shining. <laughs>